Hello and welcome to another edition of the Public Affairs in Practice podcast. A little plea at the front just to share and like and leave reviews would be fantastic. Thank you very much for your help. And and if you want to talk about any of the issues raised in today's podcast, then please uh, get in contact via my website, www.stuartthompson.co.uk. In this edition, I want to suggest that nothing stays secret forever. There's no doubt that the reputation spotlight is expanding and intensifying. But more than anything, I think, it's expectations that are changing. And this brings with them a new set of rules for communications. If you ignore these rules, then you risk your reputation. The traditional targets of unwanted public attention, so big corporate players, especially household names, are now regularly accompanied by charities and individuals as well. Of course, everyone must act legally, but attacks on reputation come come from many sources and come about from many reasons. Treatment of staff, quality of products, contribution to net zero, sources of wealth, and of course the amount of tax paid. Regulatory and compliance requirements are increasing, along with questions from the media and other stakeholders as well. Some sectors know by the very nature of what they do or their past behaviour that they need to invest in their reputations. They appreciate the damage that can result from continued media attacks or worse still, political intervention. There's little hiding place for industries involved in fossil fuels, extraction or those involved inflicting damage to the environment. But everyone, regardless of sector, now has to have a plan about how they can reach next zero. There's also hostility where it comes to financial matters as well, especially across private wealth. Despite the best and continued efforts of those representing the sector, there are suspicions of secrecy used to cover up behaviour. And this suspicion is further fuelled by leaks which provide evidence of such behaviour, which all means we need to think about how we communicate if we're going to protect reputations. And I'm suggesting that there are five new rules of communication. Rule one is nothing stays secret forever. Whether it's a leak, a whistleblower, or an anonymous source, the assumption should always be that whatever your activity, even if you believe it has nothing to do with anyone else, you should plan for it becoming public. If it does, then you're in the best position to explain. Rule two, ask yourself the difficult questions before anyone else does. It can sometimes appear that questions from the media come as a bolt from the blue, and actually they shouldn't. They should have been prepared for. Rule three, always consider the worst case scenario and then prepare for it. The best approach is to be your own worst critic rather than letting someone else take on that role. Rule four, try and keep ahead. By monitoring the media, politics and activist groups, you can keep ahead of where the future pressure will come from. A lack of wider perspective and understanding can lead to weaknesses in this approach. Rule five, constantly review. Instead of just updating communications or crisis plans every year or two, they need to be constantly updating, considering new information, changes by competitors, new stories that emerge, etc. Expectations of reputation change. So whatever plans were considered even a year ago will probably already be out of date. Now, there's never one reason why expectations move. It can often be a combination of poor behaviour, political intervention and campaigning. There also seems to be little doubt that social media has played a critical role as well. People can now mobilise, coordinate and collaborate much more easily. Some organisations choose to respond to external scrutiny, such as by the media, by saying, we don't have to explain ourselves. But that will only bring with it more scrutiny over a longer period of time, and quite possibly by more stakeholders as well. 
that approach leaves a suspicion that it can't be explained or that they are worried about what the explanation could lead to. So it suggests that there is a possibility of an even bigger story. And don't forget that for many, the tentacles of reputation go into many aspects of their lives, beyond families into charities that money is raised for or donated to, positions held with other organisations. So decisions about what is said must balance the needs of all these different tentacles, all these different parts of a person or an organisation's reputation. The best approach is always to challenge yourselves and have a good story to tell. Try and stay in charge of your own reputation.